For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder, episode to be determined, because I've been away for so long, I don't know what episode number we're on anymore, but if you missed last episode with Scoop B, highly recommend, go check it out. Uh, We talked about Chris Paul rumors, the trades that will be going on there, but today we've got other plans in mind. I've got with me today Dylan Hunsinger at Thunder Chats. Dylan, before we start today, I just want to give you a list of things. Shea Goldress-Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, Los Angeles Clippers 2022 first-round pick, Los Angeles Clippers 2024 first-round pick, Los Angeles Clippers 2016 first-round pick, 2026, my apologies, (laughs) Miami 2021 first-round pick, Miami 2023 first-round pick, lottery protected, Lakers, or sorry, Los Angeles Clippers 2023 first round pick, right to pick swap picks. Los Angeles Clippers 2025 first round pick, right to swap picks in exchange for Paul George. And where did that lead those Clippers, Dylan? They lost. They lost. They lost the Nuggets. Yeah, when you read that off, it sounded like a grocery list for Costco or something. I swear. it's. I mean, if you look at like graphics of... (laughs) what the Clippers got and where, where, what the Thunder got. It's like the, the text font is so much smaller for the Thunder because there's mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> there's so much. And Presty shopping in bulk. I, I, uh, it was so glorious because the, the Clippers last year, they did pretty well. They got, they, they took the Warriors to a good, a good first round series. And then they got Paul George and, and they, they were expected to win a championship and all they did was get one playoff round farther. That's it. And now Kawhi and Paul George, it's yet to be determined if they'll return, but boy, oh boy, if you are a Thunder fan, the possibility of Kawhi and Paul George breaking up already, those first round picks that I just listed off, those are some juicy boys right there. Absolutely, man. The future is looking brighter by the day. You know, it's, there were some dark days when we lost, you know, especially in the fashion that we lost. It was easy mm-hmm. to get down, but, uh, you know, the the sun shines in the morning, man. Like, you know, it's it's shining brighter and brighter each day. Our future is looking great. We've got three good players for our young core, and then we've got draft picks out the wazoo from three different teams, two of which 
you know, their futures are a little bit more uncertain than the other, but Hey, I mean, it's, it's looking good for us. And, you know, we've got some veterans that we can flip for some other assets. So it's just wild, man. It's, it's crazy how, how much control Presty has over this whole situation. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's so true. And, you know, Denver, we said, beat the, beat the Clippers. The other team in the Western finals <laughs> is the Lakers who beat the Rockets. The Rockets are the other team who we have complete control over their future. And uh, it was just announced uh, either last week or next. Chris Paul was second All-NBA team. Russell Westbrook was third All-NBA team, about where you would expect for both of them. But if you look at that trade as well, you're getting a second All-NBA team in Chris Paul, plus a whole sleuth of picks in exchange for a third All-NBA team. So once again... Two swaps, right? mm -hmm, Something like that. So once again... Chris, I mean, Sam Presti just owns the Western Conference, basically. Yeah, absolutely. We, Sam Presti's going to have about 16 of the 30 first-round picks for the next three years. So he's just wild. Gonna, he's just going to have his fill of players. Uh, Adam Silver is going to keep coming up to the podium and be like, are we sure the Thunder have another pick? Is that right? I guess so. All right. He's just going to have a list and be like, Thunder's draft this player, this player, this player, this <laughs> it's player, like, this player. <laughs> You remember the meme of, uh, I forget the rapper next to Taylor Swift where he pulls out a scroll and it like falls down. It's oh, really Lil Nas long. X, I'm pretty yeah. sure. That's a <laughs> verbal verbal meme, Lil Nas X, the scroll, and it's Sam Presti's draft picks. For it's going to be looking like graduation up there shaking Adam Silver's hand instead yes. of just standing there posing for the pick. Yes, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, so now we've got the Lakers in the Nuggets in the playoffs. Lakers won game one. Game two is currently underway, and the Lakers are up by eight currently early in the third quarter. So it's still anybody's game. Uh, I don't know about you, but I thought the Lakers just seemed like the better team in game one. Like it wasn't even close, even though the score may have said otherwise. But I don't know. Jokic just doesn't seem like he he's doing – exactly what he was doing against the Clippers. LeBron and AD seem to be containing him a little bit better. Uh, so I don't know. To me, I just feel like this is an easy Lakers victory. They're going to go on to the finals. Yeah, it's a uh, – I mean, it was refreshing to, for the Lakers fans to see them take game one because they've dropped game one in the previous first mm-hmm. two rounds. So <clears throat> you can you can definitely see a taking care of business kind of mindset out of LeBron, AD, and Co. <clears throat> and even players like Dwight Howard, who like just <laughs> just turned back the clock and was just straight up dominating the Nuggets on the around mm-hmm. the glass. So uh, yeah, I mean the Lakers definitely look to be in control and in the driver's seat. Uh, like you said, they're playing it close right now in the in game two. So. You know, we've seen Jamal Murray, Nicole Jokic do yeah. some crazy things against also formidable opponents uh, with the Clippers. So, won't count them out just yet. But, yeah, the Lakers, I mean, I've I've said since the beginning of the year, Lakers have been in the driver's seat in the Western Conference since, you know, since the offseason. That said, I would love to see Jamal Murray just go for, like, 40 points for three straight games and just – go from like a 2-0 deficit to all of a sudden they're tied 2-2. I wouldn't mind that. I, I'm just looking for a, a, a you know a fun series at this point. I don't really have any stake in the game. Yeah, j- just a quick question. Where'd Jamal Murray go to college at? I don't know. So anyway, the Celtics <laughs> and the Heat are the other team. 
Uh, they're in the Eastern Conference, as you may well know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> surprising. This one is a little bit more surprising. Not exactly as as you would have expected. <clears throat> Miami is seemingly in control. They did lose Game Three, uh, but they had won the first two. I don't. I I honestly think the Miami Heat could win the championship at this point. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to go that far. Uh, I think they do have an interesting matchup with the Lakers. Um, they are definitely a matchup nightmare for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Bam's just getting whatever he wants on Thice and Ennis Cantor. And, um, you know, it helps when Kemba is not, not doing anything on the offensive end. But, <clears throat> you know, the Celtics do have – they've shown some life. You know, they had that big screaming match going on after game two. And, you know, you could yeah. tell that that lit a fire up under them. And they, they played like, you know, they had a firewood under them in game three. So, it'll be an interesting series the rest of the way. But, I mean, Miami's lost three games the entire playoffs. I know. There's no, 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 I'm sorry. Two two games. In the that day. was, no, yeah, that was their second three. loss. The only other loss they had was in that overtime against Milwaukee where Middleton just decided to be incredibly dominant all of a sudden. Yeah, other when than Giannis that, went down. Yeah, that was when Giannis went down. But other than that, honestly, like they they win, they won every single game. They're just rolling through the Eastern Conference. Yeah, uh, he, heroes looked amazing. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyone else you'd like to mention in particular from a certain team? Uh, Bam, Bam's looked really good yeah. too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I will say Jimmy was Jimmy was balling in the Milwaukee series. He. He's, he hasn't shown up as much in this series, but I mean, a lot of other players have been stepping up. I think Jay Crowder and Goran Dragic, in particular, yeah. the way they've stepped up in the playoffs has just been mind blowing, honestly. Yeah, that's to me, that's the reason why I love them is because, it, you know, with the Lakers, <laughs> it's like LeBron and AD need to step up. And if they don't step up, they're probably not going to win. Whereas the Heat, Jimmy Butler is their guy, but if he doesn't step up, step up, you've got Tyler Hero, Bam, Gordon Drogic, Jay Crowder every now and then. Sometimes Duncan Robinson Duncan can get Robinson. hot. All those guys can get hot. And so you basically are relying on a large portion, a large number of guys. So where if one of them fails, the other four or five can still be good and and you win the game. So it's it's just having consistency every game where you're not relying on one or two players that to me, it's like, that's a team that I could see winning. It's kind of like um, the Mavericks team that won the championship because you had Dirk, but you also had like, I think they had Stoudemire then and they had JJ. Uh, I mean, they just had like a, a solid starting lineup to where if one of them went down, the other ones could be like, all right, we got this. Did you, you know? say Stoudemire was on the Mavericks? Wasn't he that year? I don't think so. Who am I thinking of? Yeah, Tyson Chandler. No. Give me a Tyson sec. Tyson Chandler, Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, Sean Marion. Jason T- oh, Sean Marion. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Sorry. JJ Barea, Jose Juan Barea. Juan Barea. Yeah. So they just, they had a bunch of people that yeah. year. And I so do I, just have to say, uh, shout out three cone on Twitter. You know, uh, you know my uh, my comparison all the time. Anytime we play the Trailblazers, I put Zach Collins next to a picture of Goob for Meet the Robinsons. Right? They are the same guy. Yeah, they exactly. They're the exact same. But three cone has found um, a doppelganger for Duncan Robinson. 
Oh God, Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> oh my God, he does. <laughs> oh my God, wait, let me pull him up real quick. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I just want to see this. <laughs> you just gotta see it. Jimmy. He has the long face and everything. Oh my God, he just needs a little shorter hair, and he's Duncan. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like so if if Sheen grew up and joined a frat in college, he would look like Duncan <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> Well, he doesn't have to be a frat. Like Duncan Robinson doesn't seem like a frat guy. He seems like a he seems like a guy who would be in a frat, but not the one that has like a house and would be drinking. It'd be more like the pre-med frats you get on campus. Like that aren't real frats. They're just there to be like, oh, I want to be a doctor type of person, but they're not actually doctors. They just have a frat. The pre-med. Posers, is that what you're saying? You're saying Duncan Robinson's a poser? Mm-hmm. There you go. He At he is Matt Tierney, NBA. Duncan he, Robinson's a poster. He did go to like one of the best uh like academic schools before University of Michigan. So I do think he's a nerd, but he's he's also really good at shooting. So he cho- well, he chose go. that instead of being smart. So kudos to him. Hey, Sheen was not a nerd. She Sheen, Sheen was the exact was opposite of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Robinson's like if Sheen uh, he had Sheen's outer and Jimmy Neutron's inner. Jimmy Neutron's it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. But yeah, they have got basically the point of that is that they have a lot of guys and they do have a matchup nightmare because Celtics have never had a good backcourt or sorry, front court. And uh, I always do that, by the way. I always think the front court is the backcourt because mm-hmm. I always look. I always look at it from from the defensive mid, side. Well, from midcourt. Yeah, big court looking to the basket because that's yeah. how I that's how I play on two K. So I always think of the front court as the people in the front Who of the screen. The yeah, right. Yeah. So I always mix that up. Well, so it's like defensive, or no, it's like offensively, not defensive. It's yeah. If you're, it's basically if you're looking from the baseline, that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, front court. They don't have a very good front court. Daniel Tyus is okay. Ines Cantor is marginally okay. So. Bam is going to cause a problem. And if the Celtics make the finals, there's no way they're going to beat AD. So I think the Heat versus the Lakers would be a much fun, much more fun series. Yeah, it would be. But Heat fans are about second to Rockets as on the on the scale of insufferableness. <laughs> That's not a word, but, you know. So I, I would I would not appreciate that. But, you just have you know. to log off Twitter for that, for that couple weeks of the NBA finals, I think. It's just yeah. no good. It's like your fans what, are also though. up there. It's been fun taking a victory lap on Tyler Hero every chance I get. So, mm, True. Uh, by the way, Kobe White made second team all-rookie. I saw so, Tyler Hero. Yeah, so I just want to point that out. Basically the same player. <laughs> Basically the same player. Yeah, one's, one's been on his couch since March. That's not his fault, dude. <laughs> they just fired their damn coach. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Coach is terrible. Speaking of coaches, oh, do you see like that was a not un look at that transition right there. It's a beat. I didn't even I don't even plan that, but uh, we're still we're still on the lookout for a coach. As if you've lived under a rock, Billy Donovan is not returning to the Oklahoma City Thunder, which I still think is crazy. But you know, Billy Donovan, you know, maybe he wants to go and win right now, and he doesn't want to wait a few years to to develop a team. So, where do you think he goes? I really don't know. I mean, the Nets make sense, kind of, because they're ready for a coach to win. Uh, I guess Steve Nash, my guy. 
Oh, right. Shoot. I've been so far away from the <laughs> Nets recently. Okay. So, yeah. Nets have Nash. Uh, I don't. I hope it's not the Rockets. I No. There's no I way. Think, I don't think it is. I don't think it is, but everyone keeps saying that. I'm trying to think I, who else. I could see the Pacers or the Pelicans. Is Luke Walton still on the Kings? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess Pelican. I don't see. I don't get it. If he goes to the Pelicans, like, like why would you go to a team that's like three or four years away from a championship team with Zion and Ingram when you could have just stayed with the Thunder? That's pretty much in the same spot. You know what I mean? Like, why would Billy Donovan leave? <clears throat> I think I guess Pelicans are a little closer than the Thunder are because Zion is really good, obviously. Yeah, and they're in position to make a trade to get even better too. Yeah, I just don't know if they're going to be like championship level team next year. It's going to be tough. The West is going to be really tough. So, you know, if they make a move, it has to be like for you know an All NBA guy. Yeah. I guess like a Brad Beal, like a Chris Paul, somebody like that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting, actually, if they, you know, just Chris Paul just follows Billy Donovan. It'd be I, great to see Chris Paul go to new, back to New Orleans. Yeah, in a his lot career of there, try to push for like a title. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. Um, so yeah, I I guess like between those two, I would prefer the Pelicans because I feel like Indiana just never is going to be. They're just always in that middle of the road type of team. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think he would be able to really push him past that. But Billy Donovan getting to work with Zion would be cool. I would what about Philadelphia? Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia to me feels like a front office issue. I honestly don't think Brett Brown was that bad, to be no. honest. I just think their front office is like not the best. I mean, Scott Brooks wasn't a terrible coach. I mean, he, he he's had success in Washington. It's just, you know, sometimes you just have to have a change. I mean, Dwayne Casey won coach of the year in Toronto. And they got fired. And, and he fired him because that they was, needed a change. That was the greatest uh, tweet from the Raptors of all time was after he got fired, they posted a coach of the year graphic for him and were like, congrats, <laughs> coach. Uh, so funny. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I don't know, to me, Philly just, I feel like they need to, they need a little bit more than just switching a head coach. They need to kind of like shift their, maybe make a trade for Simmons or Embiid, do something a little extreme because I just don't feel like that core really works. Like even if you trade Tobias, I guess that's okay. But I don't know. Philly just seems like an awkward lineup to me to work with. I think if you're Phil, you have to bite the bullet and do what it takes to offload Horford's contract and bring somebody else useful in. He's just, yeah, he's taking up so much cash. It's crazy. And honestly, like Horford to me felt like a decent asset at the time, but he just does not work. He was really good in Boston. And then he aged so much in like so little time. Yeah, he aged literally over a year because he was amazing in Boston. I loved watching him there. And then he's. I don't know. To me, I don't know if it's aging or if it just doesn't fit there because they already have Embiid and they already have yeah. Simmons and Horford's usually the anchor of the defense in the in the post. So I just, I don't, maybe if he got traded it would it would work better, but yeah, they need to do something. They need yeah, to do something the spacing's all off with like Simmons and Embiid and then 
At that mm-hmm. point, you're relying on Horford to be one of your four spacers, and that just doesn't work. That's not a good idea. Yeah. So yeah, I I guess if from those three, I definitely prefer Pelicans for Billy Donovan as far as like seeing him succeed. Because I want to see him succeed. I think he's he's one of the better coaches as he's proven this year and he deserves a chance to to win. So go with New Orleans. What did what did you think? What's your what's your hunch? I think it's gonna depend where D'Antoni goes because as good as Billy did this year, and I'm sure teams do want him. Dan Tony is the hot name out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's been rumors about him going to New Orleans. And there's been rumors about him going to the Pacers. There have been rumors about him going to the Sixers. So, I think it kind of depends where he goes. Uh, and I think Billy Donovan will be like a second or third option. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that – you know, Nate McMillan, I mean, he got fired by the Pacers, but by all accounts, still a great coach. Brett yeah, Brown, he'll find us by the Sixers, still a great coach. And then you got names out there like Becky Hammond and uh, mm-hmm. Mark Jackson still being thrown around out there. So, you know, you never know. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting though. Becky Hammond was one of the people I wanted in Oklahoma City early, but I actually don't think she's gonna leave. I think she's gonna stay with the Spurs. Yeah, I always kind of thought that Pop was gonna pass it down to i do i do i think that is what's going to happen i think like the spurs front office has come to her and is like hey pop is going to leave eventually just stay with us and we will put a team around you we'll pay you like i think they have a deal worked out with her already would be my guess because she's great like if you're the spurs why would you let her go and work elsewhere when she has when you have her on her their staff already you know yeah yeah, the thing with her, like uh, Brett Dawson pointed this out on one of the dream teams, is like, you know, Becky, like any coach you bring into the Thunder, like, you know, you're expected to lose. You're expected, like, this is going to be a <laughs> next year. Time. Next year is going to be a tough year, just FYI. Yeah. So, like, you know, don't expect success. Like, you know, we're not going to fire you if you lose, you know, 60 games or something like that. And, you right. know, most people is going to understand. But if Becky Hammond comes in and she doesn't see success, there's people out there that are going to be like, yeah. oh, well, there's a reason why. There's a narrative. Competing. Yeah, there's a narrative <laughs> and, there. And so she, she has something to lose on that front. So that's why I don't think that she would come to the Thunder. I, I think that she you know, might ultimately stay with the Spurs, but also if she was to go somewhere, it would be somewhere like the Pacers or the Pelicans or something like that. But A team she could immediately succeed <clears throat> with. Yeah, like yeah. I – and I th- I th- I'm pretty sure she interviewed with the Pacers. Oh, I didn't see that. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think wherever she goes, I think she'll have a good spot at San Antonio. But yeah, she's got some options. I but the other reason I think she's going to stay is because, like you said, a lot of coaches got fired, and all of those coaches I think are going to find a spot elsewhere. So I think it's just going to basically be a coaching carousel this summer, or I guess not the summer anymore. It's the fall. Uh. So like we're basically gonna see Billy Donovan. It's like it's gonna be the list of Donovan, D'Antoni, um, Atkinson still out there, right? The oh Nets. yeah, Atkinson's still out there. You're right. Yep. So there's like a bunch of people that are very very good that already have reputations as head coaches. And if we're being honest, there's a little bit of sexism out there. So I mm-hmm. think so. Becky Ham is not gonna get as much interviews as she deserves. So all the male coaches are probably going to get the spots that they want. 
and Becky Hammond's probably not going to like what she finds when she gets her choices and ends up staying in a really good organization. You know, San Antonio's has years of reputation there of a good front office. So, yeah, I do think she's going to be the next head coach of the Spurs. That's that's my prediction. There's actually a lot of people that want and think that Kenny Atkinson could be the next coach for the Thunder. I would love that. I thought he was like, I don't know why the Nets fired him. I actually, I think I know why. It's probably because Kevin Durant didn't want him. Kevin Durant didn't want him. Yeah. But I think he's a great coach. Like he, he would be great here as long as he's okay with losing for a year or two. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad about him. Uh, being the coach. Sorry, DK Metcalf just caught a bomb. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're taping this Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea just said frick. Things aren't going well. <laughs> yeah, she's well playing so I owe DK Metcalf in our fantasy league. So. Yeah, things aren't going well in the Huntsinger household right now. But yeah, Sunday Sunday football it feels like normal life again almost. Yeah, absolutely. Great. It's great. I love these days. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Thunder coach, though, I have a name. Mm. And now this, if you follow me on Twitter, then this will be no surprise who this name is, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk it out here. All right. My name is Antonio Daniels. Oh, friend of the podcast, Uh Antonio Daniels, former NBA player, former NBA champion, Antonio Daniels. One of our favorite uh, post game analyzers of all time. Yes, Absolutely has the energy, has the charisma, has the basketball acumen and IQ, has the experience of being a player and a champion. He has – name a box you want for a head coach, specifically a head coach for a rebuilding program, a program that needs to kind of be, you know, re-energized, reinvigorated. Name a box for that program. Antonio Daniels checks it off. Not only that, people have asked him, I, I think – I don't want to just take credit for it because I'm not. No, I don't know for sure, but I think I was one of the first people. I was like, "Hey, deep we breaths, make still in deep breaths." <laughs> we should make Antonio Daniels our head coach, and and he responded, you know, because he's he's awesome on Twitter. He responds to people all the time. He loves Oklahoma City fans. He loves the organization. He said he would be thrilled to be, you know to coach for the Thunder. Now I did DM him, and I was like, "All right, for real, hey dude, you stringing us along?" <laughs> He's like, how can I be stringing you along over something I have no control over? I'm like, I realize you have no control over it, but do, are you pursuing it? You kind of do. And he did not respond to that. So he didn't say no and he didn't say yes, but I, I think he'd be great, man. I, you know, he, like I said, he has a good understanding of how the program works. And I mean, he, he clearly has a desire to be a coach and I, I just think, I think he'd be great. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, he has no head coaching experience, but I don't think that's a prerequisite. I think that if you know the game, you know the game. Every head coach that's hired for the first time doesn't have coaching head coaching experience. So, yeah, I feel like, like that's absolutely like, and I know it's a different situation with guys like Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Derek Fisher, because they play at a different position. And, you know, specifically with Steve Nash, like he's one of the great basketball minds in the game, but like, it's like I said, if you know the game, you know the game. And if you listen to the guy speak, he knows what he's talking about. Like he's yeah. he he can point out the deficiencies just in a mean like, you know, a post game on Fox Sports Oklahoma. Like he you know, he can address what needs to be done. So yeah. 
I'm all in, man. AD, okay. I'm down. I'm down. Hey, uh, and I, I love that. I, I think there's a, uh, one thing you need to consider, though. Uh, you know, most coaches, as you may know, are not exactly social media active, and that's probably yeah. because they can't reveal mm-hmm. anything. So, if Antonio Daniels is the head coach, he'll probably not be as active on Twitter anymore. And are you willing to let that go to have him as our head coach? That is the sacrifice I'm willing to take because then I can say I have the cell phone number of the Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> head coach. <laughs> How likely is it that he changes his phone number before he becomes head coach? All right, listen, Tierney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know if – I think Antonio Daniels, if we're being He honest, probably has multiple phones. <laughs> has, he probably has multiple phones. He's given out a phone number to a lot of people. He's a very, very – a uh, generous guy he's on a lot of podcasts so i'm sure he's given his phone number out a lot so yeah. i i have to say he's probably got a second phone but it would be worth it to have friend of the pod antonio daniels be head coach of the oklahoma city thunder i would we would probably just i listen if antonio daniels is the head coach we are reposting our antonio daniels interview for our next episode of topic thunder just to bra- do a little brag on ourselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. As soon as the tweet goes up, I'm hitting his DMs and be like, "Congratulations, will you come on the podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> and and then he's just it's not going to happen because you know the Thunder media is like that. Yeah, they won't let him on. Yeah, or Thunder uh, PR. Yeah, whatever. Thunder. Yeah. Mm, Whoever yeah. does it, I can't think of what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I got. I pick up whatever, whatever Tumbleson does. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he. It's probably going to be tough. But we can pretend like we interviewed him by reposting our episode and just titling it Head Coach Antonio Daniels Interview with Topic Thunder. Same yeah, thing. Man, I think you I think it'd be great. Um, and I'm all in on it. I'm down for that. I'm totally down for that. Um, yeah, there's really no we haven't any, had any Woj information. I uh, uh Deborah Buckets at Al Baby Cakes has been spouting the same things that i want i think um i think pressy is gonna find some random person out of nowhere and we're not gonna know who he is and he's like it's gonna be some guy from like with lithuania who's never had played basketball in his life but he knows like every basketball play in existence and somehow pressy finds him and just hires him and he becomes the greatest basketball coach of all time that's what i think is gonna happen and uh you know i can't wait for that woge bomb when it's like John, uh, or it's D- Dylan Van Hammersfeld from from Poland. Head coach John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, nothing yet. No, no actual concrete information. Just our opinions on who will be the next head coach. But yeah, with the head coach, probably also means we're going to have a lot of trades coming up this uh, fall. It's weird to say fall. It's it's usually the summer. In the fall, there'll probably be some trades. Um, again, if you didn't listen to our last episode with Scoopy, we talked about Chris Paul trades. He had a lot of inside information that he shared with us, um, as always. So go listen to that if you want some Chris Paul rumors. But for now, we're going to discuss some other players on the table here. Dennis, Dennis Schroeder, and one of our favorites, Danilo Gallinari. Both of those guys likely to be out the door with the head coaching change. Uh, it's safe to say that if Gallo is going to go anywhere, it's going to be a sign and trade. 
just yep. because uh, as Steve has mentioned, most teams don't have the money to pay Gala what he's due. So in order to get him on their team, they're going to have to trade somebody to match the cap salary. So sign and trade makes perfect sense. But with a sign and trade, that also means you basically get anybody uh, on the, uh, as a suitable candidate. So it basically comes down to people who are title contenders in the next one to two years, right? So you've mm-hmm. basically got like the Heat who were trying to trade from at the trade deadline this year, but couldn't get it to go through. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe the Pacers, because they were in the top eight. Or, I mean, they were in the playoffs, I guess, for the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. The Raptors, maybe. They don't re-sign Kawhi, but I think they will. I don't whoa, know if they have whoa, the whoa. money for that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say Raptors re-sign Kawhi? Kyle Lowry. Did I say Kawhi? <laughs> you did. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, sorry. Uh, that other got, guy. You got Raptors fans having heart palpitations. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I – the other one is the uh, Suns, though. Like, I know the Suns aren't considered a title team, but with the way – they played at the end of the year. I feel like they were probably think they're going to be in that spot. So maybe the Suns. Yep. But I, I mean, as far as the Lakers and Clippers, they're not going to take him. The Nuggets don't really need him. The Rockets don't have the space really for him. They've already got Westbrook and Harden on their team, unless they trade one of them, which would be crazy. Um, so there's not a ton of teams, but I mean, if we just look at the Heat, the Heat are the most likely candid i would say um i've put out a couple things for him um probably what i thought was the most likely if they gave us drogic and olenic something like that and then a few picks or maybe one pick i don't know um because they just need a match salary so actually you know they could probably just give olenic and that would work um so to me, I think like the Heat are probably the best option. I don't know what else we could really get from them. I don't think they're going to trade their young guys, um, like Derek Jones Jr., Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. Derek Jr. is a free agent too, I believe. I think he's got one more year, doesn't he? I don't know. Let's I'm pull up trading. spot rack. Let's, I'm trying. I'm pulling up trade NBA right now. So according to his contract, he is a free agent so never mind you're right boom nice one for one on the day heck yeah so robinson has another year none has another year hero's got several years i'm definitely not trading him <laughs> uh i mean you've mentioned it though you keep saying tyler hero to the thunder that Presty likes him what i i think if we trade tyler here we actually have to give picks i'm fine with that I will give at least three picks for Tower Hero. That's a lot. I might give four. <laughs> That's a lot of picks. I mean, you see what he can do in his rookie He's, year. Dude, we only have one year. <laughs> dude is not only scoring the ball ridiculously. In game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, he led his team in rebounding. He led the game in rebounding. I apologize. Okay. Off the bench. 
Okay, that's one game though. It's We've a, only we have a very small sample he's a size. Phenomenal rebounder for his position. I've been telling y'all this is draft time. I said he's a solid defender and a phenomenal rebounder for his position. Nobody wanted to listen to me. Can okay. I can I just throw something out here? <sighs> Go ahead. Can I I I just want to say I think maybe maybe your Kentucky bias is showing a little bit. Maybe. Listen, you can say that, but Alex Roy said that in the group chat as well. He said, I'd give two to three first-rounders for him. I don't know. So, okay, let's say, let's say we're giving Gallinari in this trade. So Gallinari, Tyler Hero, and some other players to match contract. How many, how many picks would you give in that case? Because I would not give three to four if we're also giving Gallo. Uh, I would give two to three. Okay, so I guess it depends on which picks, right? So like, I would I would give. If I'd I give give, the, I would give if one I was giving early. two. I'd give one that's coming up, and I'd yeah. give one future. And if it was two to three, I give two coming up and one future. Okay. Yeah. See, I agree with that. Yeah. Like if if most of them are early, so like next year's first round pick and the Denver pick, and then maybe like a. Houston or Los Angeles pick in like 2025. That's still like kind of a lot for Tyler Hero, but I could get on board with it. Now, maybe like the other guy that we match for salary is actually someone usable. Um, like if it was uh, like Goran Dragic, if we re signed him or something, I think that's fine. He is 34 though, so he's kind of old, but. I probably want a little bit more for him. By the way, I'm looking at the Miami list here. Guess how old Udonis Haslam is right now? 37. He's 40 years old. Dang. He's twice as old as Tyler Hero. I do want to say, though, I'm I'm pretty sure you can't trade multiple players in a sign-in trade. Uh, I thought it was multiple players for the team that's trading him. I I'm not an expert on it. I just no I remember Dolan saying something about it. So we are I, gonna I could try, be wrong about it. We're gonna try to do this trade right now. Do it. So four years, sixteen mil a year for Gallinari, as he deserves. And we're gonna trade him to the Heat. Let's give Tyler Hero and let's just say Olenek. Let's not do picks for now. So that is a success. Okay. But Olenek is a player option, so maybe that... Well, no, I guess that wouldn't matter. He'll be a player option for... uh, Is it next year? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It should show it on there. Yeah, I'll just check it. So 2020 is a player option, so maybe that's why... Because Olenek could just sign. But I feel like that wouldn't matter, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I just, I, I was just questioning the multiple player thing. But I mean, it, it could be right. I have seen trades with it on there. I just, I thought I remember Dolan saying something about it. And I know he's smarter on that front than I am. Yeah. So we, I just added. Uh... Oh, wait. What? Oh, so this is taking. Okay, so if we did this, this is taking in the trade exception from Jeremy Grant into this. 
I actually don't know how this works. We okay. We need um, we need Dolan and we need David. <laughs> we need David at Burke Rights MBA to help us out with this because I I'm I have no experience in this. But according to TradeMBA.com, as far as I can tell, multiple players for a sign and trade is possible. So we'll just say if, it's possible. But if we're wrong, don't hate us. <laughs> don't hate us. We're just trying our best out here. But yeah, I. Uh... I definitely think there are players that could be had for Gallo plus mm-hmm. a couple, like plus a pick or two. I think, you know, I think you mentioned a Karis LeVert could be possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe if Denver loses because they don't have enough shooting, maybe they don't bring back Millsap and then they try to do a sign and trade for the return Gallo. of Gallo. Bring yeah. Gallo back to Denver, absolutely. Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe. You could talk him into Michael Porter Jr. if you threw a couple picks mm. at him, a few picks at him. It's tough. I don't know. I'd love him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, yeah, I don't know. I love him, but I just, you know what I've been noticing on Twitter uh, as we've been doing these trades is that whenever I, whenever I give like a reasonable trade, so you said Karis Levert, I, I proposed, uh, where is he? So I gave, Gallo to the Nets on a sign and trade. And I traded Karis Levert and two picks. And I think the two picks were, uh, let's go through here. So I gave a top 10 protected 2023 first round from the Nets. And then a, uh, what was the other one? It was Hold like on. a, you, you think the Nets are giving two picks and Levert for Gallo? Yeah. No, no, I was thinking the opposite. So the first pick was a it was a protected pick, but then the second was a second rounder out of I think it, I'm checking right here. It was Indiana's pick, I think. So it's really one pick, I guess. If you're not, it's it's a first and a second. I don't know, man. I, I think Brooklyn has the. I wouldn't. I won't say best player in the trade, but when you look at like their age and their outlook and you know Mm -hmm. their future i think they have the better asset in the trade so So i I would think they wouldn't offload picks for that so let's do the other way then so if we switch gallo and lavert what pick would you give for to the nets for that i mean i mean it'd be an early round pick for me or early year pick i wouldn't give any of our Good yeah, ones. nothing like super late or anything like that. I mean, I'd I'd give two picks for him though. I think Levert's gonna be a good player in this league, and I mean, he's he's shown the ability to score the basketball and to be able to create for his teammates. So I think he's actually an intriguing fit next to Shea, long term. Would you give the uh, the twenty twenty one pick swap? Is that the mega pick swap? Yeah, it's like Miami, Houston, and us. No, nah, I'm. I'm not giving anybody that. That's yeah. That's that's like a really good one. But you if that would just be one pick, you wouldn't be giving multiple picks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what picks I would give. I just he's somebody that I've I've definitely valued. But like you know, there's mm-hmm. there's just young guys around the league that I I would love to have for the free build, like a hero, like an MPJ, like a Levert. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram would be amazing, but he's the most untouchable. I yeah, he's not those. going anywhere. I think Lonzo. The, I'm even interested in having Lonzo on the team because I actually like Lonzo. I like Lonzo. I, 
I mean, you know, he definitely struggled shooting the ball in the bubble, but he's shown that he is an elite defender. He is, yeah. He's I, got great vision. He's a good passer too, so. He has incredible hands on defense, and, like, he wouldn't be coming in as a shooter anyway. Like, I, I would see him as a defensive asset. So you need to kind of build around that, but – I mean, but, yeah, he's great defender. Great. Defender. But even still, like before he came to the bubble, like in the regular season, he was shooting thirty-seven percent from three. So like his shots yeah. not broke. Like he he can still fill it up. I think he's just inconsistent at this point. Like he hasn't proven that he can be like a solid three-point shooter for multiple years. Like he struggled in LA big time. And then he struggled early in the season for the Pelicans, but then kind of picked it up. But then obviously, like you said, he struggled again in the bubble. So I think I'd just like, just because he hasn't been consistent and been going all over the place, I would, I, I mean, it'd be nice, but I just don't think I am comfortable saying like he could be a good shooter yet just because yeah. he hasn't proven it, but yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be nice, but he's still a good defender and that's not going to be, inconsistent he's no, that showing that all way. the time and yeah. he's he's a hard worker too and that's that's mm-hmm. something that i know the thunder organization really values and that's why i think that i would love to like you know if you were to trade chris paul to new orleans if you used to get back lonzo and to kill alexander walker in the trade and you know whatever get the cousins together to match yeah absolutely like i mean that that shows solidarity with shay like you know we're we're here to take care of you like you know, we're we're gonna do everything we can to make you want to be here. And I mean, Nas not a slouch. Like Nas good. Like he's he's good at basketball, confirmed. Like he was a lottery pick this past year. He was just in a tough situation in New Orleans. And, you know, he'll definitely have the opportunity to play in the Thunder. So yeah, he, he's another young guy I, I have my eye on that I would like to get. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely a lot of options for Gala. We could go on and on about that, but the other guy, the other point guard that is possibly on the trade block, Dennis Schroeder. So mm-hmm. he's got one more year after this, 15 mil a year. Uh, and he's basically going to be going to a team that essentially just needs a point guard of any kind, which if you look at the list of people who really need it, you could look at the Lakers, you could look at the Suns, you could look the at magic. the Heat, the Magic. I mean, hey, don't, don't, don't diss on DJ Augustine, Thunder Legend now. <laughs> but yes, they, they could use another point guard. Um, the Sixers definitely need a point guard who can do something like not in the post, <laughs> just spacing yeah. the floor of any kind. Um, so he's got – there's definitely some uh, stock for him out there. Uh, I mean, I feel like the same thing is with Gallo is with Dennis. Like if you're going to get – if you're sending out Dennis, you probably want somebody. I don't. You're not going to get Hero with this trade. I don't think. No. Nah. Like, he's not good enough to warrant that. But maybe like, I don't know how high they think of Kendrick Nunn. I feel like they kind of think of him as pretty high asset. But he'd be really nice know, to get. Man. He's he's actually older than you think he is. I'm pretty sure yeah, he's, he's like he's 25. 25. Yeah. yeah, he's he's 25. So he's. He's been in the league a while, but I mean, he's been around a while. It's, but it's his first year in the NBA. The rumor was that the actual Gallo trade that was being discussed at the trade deadline was including Kendrick Nunn. Mm, yeah, I can um, see that. And so, like, you know, obviously the Thunder were wanting Tyler Hero, and that's been the big hangup in any discussions with the Heat. But 
there I just don't I just like I if I'm um Pat Riley I just don't know how you can say we're gonna give up Tyler Hero at this point I mean it just depends on how much you care about winning a title I guess man because yeah. I mean if if it means if moving Hero gives you a piece that's gonna be like detrimental for you like winning a title like say the Heat make it to the finals and they just can't hit the broad side of the side of a barn they're like all right we need shooting or like they get to the finals and you know they don't have their drivers don't have any room to get to the floor because they have no spacing and they're like okay we need somebody to space the floor you know you get, go get Danilo Gallinari to you know fix that problem I'd give up Tyler Hero for that if I was them plus two to three first round picks so like you know you're not just you're not punting your future like you still have you still get picks. something back yeah that's true. yeah and, and I mean you know you you help your team now and when you're con- like you, when you're contending teams have such a small window, like you've got to capitalize on that now, you know. You know, now that you're saying it, what I want to happen in the finals is first of all, the Heat make it. And then I want to be like game six, Lakers up 3 2, Heat need to put together an offensive run to stay alive. And then Tyler Hero goes like 0 for 5 from 3 in like 10 possessions. And then Put a bad lose. taste in their mouth. Yeah. And then just like Make a bunch of rookie mistakes. And then like Pat, Pat Riley in his head is like, man, if we had just had someone who's consistently good from 3 that is has experience and veteran, a veteran mentality. And then Sam Presti calls him up and is like, I got the guy for you, my dude. Let me just give you, let me just have that other guy who missed 0 for, was 0 for 5 from game 6 over there. And he's like, sure. We'll you take I, that burden on. Yeah, we'll take that burden off your shoulders for you, my guy. Uh, that's that's the ideal situation. But yeah, I I mean Tyler here is obviously like the best asset we're looking for right now. Um, but as far as Dennis, I think Kendrick Nunn would be interesting. Um, and then I don't know. I don't really want to give a pick for Dennis. I feel like if it's like Nunn and a salary matching player that's not actually that good i think that's fine like i don't think you need to really give up much more for your future no i don't i don't think so either um so i think you know dennis is a good enough player he's on an expiring contract Mm -hmm. and i mean as long as you're not trying to you know target any of those young players i was talking about earlier I, i think you're fine now a trade i do think is interesting for dennis and i i don't remember who it was I said, I think it was like, uh, so it's with the Lakers. My buddy, he's a mm-hmm. huge Lakers fan. And, you know, I, I throw fake trades at him all the time, and he throws them back at me. And I laugh at him most of the time because they don't have much <laughs> to give up um, and because they don't have great contracts. But uh, I did not. I did throw at him the idea of throwing Dennis Schroeder for Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma. Yes, give me Danny Green. And, you know, Danny Green, he's been a little bit inconsistent this season, specifically in the bubble. Um, and Kyle Kuzma, you know, more more of the same. And, you know, Kyle Kuzma is a name that they try to throw around in Chris Paul trade rumors. And I, I don't want to get Kyle Kuzma back in a Chris Paul trade just because I feel like we can get no. back more. No. But if we're getting back Kyle Kuzma and Dennis Schroeder's trade, then I'm listening because I don't think Kyle Kuzma's broke. I, I think Kyle Kuzma can be – a solid player in this league. I think it's the same thing as Brandon Ingram. Like it's just LeBron being LeBron. And like, yeah, I mean, he has the weight of the world on his shoulders. Like the dude's like 
is is he what is he? He's like 21, 22 years old, and they're he's asking young, him to yeah. be the third scorer. On oh, the he's actually twenty five. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so he's old. Never mind. We'll forget what I said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, you've seen you've seen glimpses of what he can do, like specifically game one, like the first game that was played in the bubble when the Lakers played against the Clippers. Like Kyle Kuzma played lockdown defense on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, you know, throughout that game. Like he's he's proven he can be a great defender. I mean, he we've seen it firsthand when he's playing against us. He can get hot real quick and go on a scoring barrage, like. I think there's there's opportunity for a really bright future for Kyle Kuzma. I just don't know that L.A., the Lakers, playing with LeBron is the best place to get that for him. And, you know, with the right. Thunder culture, with the Thunder's history of developing players, no pressure, um, another guy in SGA to help bring him along, I think he'd be great here. Right. Uh, so – let me let me throw this at you. Um, throw in throw in uh, Dion Waiters. We, <laughs> we got to get him. Add a 2023 first round pick, the protected pick from Miami, to the Lakers. Do do both teams make a deal? Um. Now this is a this is a lottery protected pick, so it's one through fourteen for the next three years: two thousand twenty three, two thousand twenty four, and two thousand twenty five. It's quite possible. I, I think it's very much like Miami. It depends on the situation. Like if they get to the finals and they realize that they really need another guy to handle the ball, take the pressure off LeBron. Alex Caruso well, is not doing it for him. Rondo, Rondo was Rondo okay. Falls off a cliff. Rondo was and, pretty decent in game one, though. Yeah, no, Rondo's been good, but. We've also we've seen some. We've bad also days. seen Rondo be yeah. pretty bad. So he's had some bad days. You know, I, I think if you know they they recognize they have a need at that point guard position. You know, LeBron's. I'm pretty sure what he's only got a couple years left in LA. He signed a four year contract, so he's only it was got three two plus more one. Yeah. This. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's only got one more guaranteed year after this. So mm-hmm. much like Giannis in Milwaukee, like. If LeBron's in LA for two years and doesn't have a ring, we we've seen firsthand this guy. Yeah, I mean he's not willing to wait around and wait for something to develop. No. Like, he's in his what, what was it year seventeen? Yeah, like, something crazy. Yeah, he's not getting any younger, and I mean he's he's won the battle against Father Time for so long, and you know you can't just bet it. You just can't bet on that. So. Like I said, you know, contending teams have a short window. Like you have to capitalize. So yeah, I I could, I could see them doing it if the situation presented itself. And I I think that the Thunder should absolutely jump on that. Mm-hmm. So so one other trade I want to throw at you before we move on to Twitter questions. This is with the, with the Magic. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned they need a point guard. They do have Markel Fultz, which is true. But he has not proven himself yet to be consistent. He obviously had struggled in Philadelphia. So getting Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder, and we give them, or sorry, they get Dennis, Dennis, they give back Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz. And we give them not only Dennis, but a unprotected, 2023 first round pick our pick bro i'm 
I think you have to give up two to three picks for Jonathan Isaac. An unprotected 2023 pick? <sighs> Granted, uh, wait, didn't they say that he won't be able to play next year? Yeah, he's out. He's he's. Yeah, that changes things a little bit. I mean, yeah. he is. He has defensive player of the year potential. Yeah, he's he's very good. But if my if the Magic are actually looking at a short term future, yeah, you could pull that off. And it, it again, it's it's unprotected, and the Thunder are going to stink for a while. I still think you have to give up one more pick. All right. So and it doesn't have to be like in the future. Like it could be like an earlier pick. But so let's let's throw in the um, the Denver picks. That work? Like they pulling the trade off there? It might. I don't know. <laughs> that's not a yeah. great pick, but it might. Yeah, that's a it's a bad pick. Or they could throw in um, our 2021 pick, which could actually no 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 because no, we're we're gonna stink. Yeah, 2021 was next year. Yeah, no 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 no. They don't get that. <laughs> I mean, we're throwing in another pick early. It's either that or our mega swap, or we start getting into the swap pick swaps later on. Mm. So you don't have yeah. much other first rounds to give. It is tough. It is tough. So I would I give know. I would give a protected pick in 2021. Like lottery protected, probably. Or top ten. Maybe top ten. Yeah. They might go for that. Yeah. Because they're still don't getting really know how they value faults because he wasn't yeah. terrible this year he was he good just, yeah he yeah. was good and i think the magic actually probably want to keep him which is why you need to give a lot of trades back trade picks back but i don't know that'd be that'd be nice i i really like markel faults like just as a player so i'd love to have him on our team and then you got jonathan isaac for the future he's only 22 years old so he'll be back when he's 24 and like you said, defensive player of the year potential with uh, Lou Dort, who's already a great defender. Yeah. So have somebody down there uh, near the basket. Yeah. To help out. Yeah, that'd be nice. Theoretically, we're not going to have Steven Adams for very much longer, so he would fill that gap. You know. And Shane Bays, we aren't slashes defensively, so. Yeah, so you've got yourself quite a good defensive team right there. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. All right. So let us know. Let us know on Twitter who you think. What are what are your what are your teams that you look at for these two players? Do you think our picks are just ridiculously bad? Because uh, they might be. Uh, it's we don't possible. know anything. We don't know anything about trades. Honestly, we need we need some experts on here soon. Huh? Apparently, uh, PJ Dozier just blocked LeBron's layup, so that's fun. Thunder, Thunder legend. legend, Thunder legend, PJ Dozier. Let's go. Lakers up five with three twenty eight left. Oh dang. All right, so we asked for your Twitter questions, and you guys were very gracious and kind enough to send us those. So thank you all. We won't be able to get to all of them, but we'll take a let's handful. Let's rapid fire and try to get through as many as we can. <laughs> let's do all of these. Okay. All right, let's go fast. Uh, question one from Matteo Gallardo. If it were up to you, which superpower would you want to possess? Oh! Uh, uh, mind reading. Super speed, and it's not even close. Next up, from at Hunter Hardro 7 what are we more hyped for, fellas? WandaVision or Falcon Winter Soldier series? Ooh. I don't know what I just read, so that's up to you, Dylan. Oh, come on, dude. You gotta I don't know what this is. Marvel stuff, my guy. I don't, I'm hyped I'm, for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think this is the introduction to Wolverine into the MCU, Hunter. Get hype with me for the MCU. All right. 
So I need to catch up on, on that. I, didn't, I, I read that and I was like, what are these words I'm putting, putting into existence? Makes me sad. All right. From at driving the paint, Ronald J. Swanson. That's probably not his real name, but at driving the paint, what young players should Presti target to add to our young core? We kind of already mentioned that, I guess. Michael Jr., Tower Hero, Jonathan Isaac, Lonzo Ball, Nikhil, Alexander Walker, Karis Levert, Levert, Kyle yep. Kuzma, Dante DiVincenzo. Yes, White Dante. All right, next question. At the Upton 45, movies, thoughts on tenant and or upcoming movies this year, coaches, target, former pro coaches, or maybe a collegiate coach like Billy was, trades, pros, pros and cons of running it back, if the Thunder trade Chris to remove Schroeder too, why or why not, IMO, would love to keep. This man went all out. All right, uh, pick two. Movies. We already covered some trades. We already covered some coaches. We already cut some movies. Um, Have you seen Tenet yet? No. Oh, my God, Tyranny. I haven't done anything in the last two weeks. I've been. It is so good. Literally yeah. probably the best movie I've seen in five years. Okay, I'll watch. I want to watch Mulan, though. That's my upcoming movie that I want to watch. I have heard you'll be disappointed. Oh, no. Have you seen Inception though? Yeah. Okay. You liked Inception? Uh, at the time, as I at, at, when I watched it again later, I was like, "This is kind of weird," but at the time, I liked it. I think you liked it, and it's it's really good. All right. And as long as you pay attention, you'll completely understand it. But yeah, it's it's amazing. All right. From at Brax the Creator, Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz? Of course, we're, I'm going Jalen Hurts. Let's go Sooners. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen Jalen Hurts in a professional football game yet. I haven't either. Um, we've seen Carson Wentz do some great things, but he's been struggling this year, also so I go with Hurts yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, favorite rapper's favorite Thunder Roll player from at OKC Moose. Uh, favorite rapper would be Chance. Favorite Thunder Roll player would be Abdul Nader, of course. Okay. Well, Chance love you. I like Chance. Uh, I like NF. I like Drake. And I like some Kanye. So, yeah. From at Thunder underscore oh, yeah, dad. My favorite, my favorite Thunder role player, sorry. Oh, I thought you said that. Basically. From at Thunder underscore dad, favorite draft prospect. Ooh, it's tough. You got one? Uh, Carson Cunningham. <laughs> that's, that's next year, my guy. We're talking about this year. I don't know. I don't know this year's draft class. Oh, man. You got to do some research. You got to dive in, my guy. We're not going to get a good pick anyway, so why? I mean, it's, it's going to be in the late 20s. Everybody's saying that the lottery is not where you want to be because, like, it's there's so much uncertainty, but there's going to be some great role players post lottery. So, okay, take a look. I want Jay McDaniels. Uh, you know, he's he's a little bit of a project, he's a little bit of uncertainty, but he was a projected top five pick going into the college year. Uh, there are some things that went wrong at Washington, but I think he still has potential to be a great player. So, yeah, let's let's bank on the potential. All right. At Jerombe OKC, what would Dort be doing if he hated playing any sport? Great question. I mm. think he would probably be doing that bull riding or bull chasing thing in Spain that they do every year. <laughs> and, he would, and he would just do, train for that. All, yeah, he would just train for that all year. That's that's really close to what I was going to say. I was <laughs> just going to say that he'd be he'd, he'd do a bunch of – he'd be a rodeo clown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that's, it. That's kind of kind of. He's got thing. the build for it. Yeah, I might see a bull try to knock over Dort. All right, we have a couple of repeating P 
people in here. So I'm going to try to get the others. So at thunder underscore radar, should the thunder rebrand and bring out a new logo and uni sometime soon to represent this new era of thunder basketball. I've heard plenty of opinions both ways on this. I would love it. I would love it too. We need to change the logo first and foremost, because it's bad. It looks like Doritos. It looks like a Doritos logo. And we need to change the white out, uh, white uniforms. Keep the sunsets. Keep the, keep the uh, I forget what they're called, but the OKC bombing tribute. I, I will say I, I liked what they did with, they, they changed the shade of blue on this year's uniforms. They did. It looks a and, little better. And they put the orange on the outside of the letters instead of the blue, and it really made it pop more. On the blue, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the white needs to be rebrand the white. And the last patch. Make it Velveeta. Get rid of, yeah, make it Velveeta. There was a question <laughs> on here from Velveeta, and I need to find it. Velveeta, what? My best friends? <laughs> Dylan's best friend, Velveeta, is in the chat. So at Three Cone mentioned uh, if you could have anyone become the sponsor for the arena, what would it be? Someone mentioned eat liquid gold. And of course, Velveeta responded with a with a hashtag liquid gold thunderdome. So I, I think mean, we already know the answer to that to three cones question. It's perfect, man. Like, I mean, it's so perfect. Have you seen the traffic going on though? What do you mean? Uh, all right, uh crap. I, I can't remember his exact at, but it's Travis Travis Skull. S O L. Like yeah, yeah. he's a Vikings fan. Yeah. Uh, he apparently knows like the lieutenant governor of Oklahoma City or something like that. And he talked with him about Velveeta getting the name for us to Heck yes. the Thunder Arena. So, hey, we, we've got some traction, baby. It's going we, down. We've been trying to get whoever. We still don't know who's running this account, by the way. But we have been trying to get whoever it is on because obviously they love the Thunder. So, they said they would come on. They just have to discuss it with the powers that be. It's, it's, still, it's still underway, but... Rest assured, we will find, we will track this man or woman down and we'll have them on our podcast. So, yes, the answer to Three Cones question is, of course, Velveeta. And Liquid Gold Thunderdome is a great name for the, for the arena. It's the best name. We're going to go with that. Uh, this is from At Cheese Straight. Speaking of Velveeta, uh, head coach Kenny Atkinson, Cheeks, Becky Hammond, Jerry Stackhouse. What do you think we can get for Steven, Dennis, and a sign trade for Gallo? We have a ton of picks. Do we trade duo for a stud like Wiseman, Ball, Edwards? Also, I understand trading CP3, but unless we get back draft capital or young pieces, I don't see why we would do a trade. Could you see us going for guys like Buddy Heald or any other guys who might not have lived up to their draft type? What a loaded lot. That's a lot. Okay. <laughs> a lot. So let's, we've already talked about the sign trade in Dennis. We'll, we'll skip that. Uh, we've kind of mentioned the coaches. Uh, I forgot about Mo Cheeks and Jerry Stackhouse. We didn't really talk about them. But of that list, I still like Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. Uh, Brett Dawson talked about this with John Hamm in the Dream Team episode when they talked about, um, you know, head coach candidates. But Mo Cheeks didn't have a lot of success <laughs> when he was the head coach before. So, you know, I love Mo, and I think he's great as an assistant. He's been great for the Thunder, but I don't think he'd be a great head coach. Um, somebody that you did say, or a question you did say about, you know, a lottery prospect that hasn't exactly worked out. It's Kevin Knox for me, man. And he's gettable, even if not in a Chris Paul trade, I think that, you know, he doesn't have a very high price. And I think that he could, he could have a revitalized career in OKC playing alongside his college teammates and Shane uh, Hamadou Diallo with no pressure and not in a, the crap show that is New York Knicks. So, that's my piece. 
I want to quote uh, at Burn Rice NBA, who said uh, when discussing, he was mentioning a trade rumor of the Knicks for Chris and Chris Paul, where they trade Julius Randle and Kevin Knox. And his quote to some extent was uh, Julius Randle and Julius Randle, but bad. And I would like to agree with that. And that's all I'll say about, about Kevin Knox. Uh, that's you know you can say all you want, man. I I have not given up on it. Is him. and it's it the is, perfect it's the perfect comparison. It's Kevin Knox. It's Kevin Knox's Julius Randall, but bad. It's uh it's Presty's mo to take a chance on failed lottery prospects. Uh, so it's that's true. Lou Dor probably gonna happen. <laughs> all right, Lou Dor was a lottery, but he was a failed draft pick. But yeah, same idea. Uh, Stud for Wiseman, Baller, Edwards. We kind of already mentioned that, but the lottery is apparently very uncertain this year, so probably not. If I was going to pick one of them, I would go with Lamelo Ball. Mm, yeah, I mean, I like Wiseman too, but we haven't really seen much of him in college, so yeah, it's hard to say. I, I, mm. Wiseman does a lot of things Stephen Adams does right now. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, but we're also Adams with the green light. I said it. <laughs> We're also not going to keep Steven Adams. Yeah, but no. I yeah, I don't think you I mean if you're getting Steven Adams with a green light uh, and you're that high up in the draft, I, I don't I think you go somewhere else. That's that's mm. my opinion. All right. Uh at Thunder and D heard some buzz that Mike Miller coach would be candidate for the head coach job. Thoughts? Uh this was actually some buzz directly <laughs> from our own Alex Roy. <laughs> so uh he has been hearing that Mike Miller is candidate for the head coach job uh i don't really know much, much about mike miller outside of miami so i can't really say about like whether he'd be good or not yeah he uh, whenever basil took his year off um mike miller was kind of his mentor and yeah. coach um kind of helping him you know stay active and you know learn more about the game and you know just kind of helping him hone his craft while he took that year off from basketball so he has that relationship with Baisley I think right now he's an assistant coach at Memphis's basketball program so uh, he has some coaching experience uh, for those of you that want somebody to have coaching experience and you know I, I can't fault him for not having head coaching experience if I want Antonio Daniels so I can't say he's a bad candidate but uh, Mike Miller never wanted to come to OKC when he was a player, so I don't know why he'd want to do it as a no coach. Idea. <laughs> you never know, though. People change. Times change. People change. We'll end on this one from at Evan ETM. Thought, or wait, not that one. Uh, yeah, so this question is maybe try to find the worst team that fits our vets to go, like CP3 to the Blazers. So oh, worst, the worst team The worst the team. Fits? So I'm going to okay. say, I think CP3 of the Blazers is good, or the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> That's so redundant. Yeah. Uh, Holy crap. The Nuggets are down one with 26 seconds left. Oh, goodness. We need live reactions for this. Hold on. Let me get my stream It's on up. TNT. Let me pull it up real quick. Let me go to the, the black page on my phone real quick. We're going to do a impromptu live reaction here for game two as it finishes. Let me see. Signing in to TNT. It's a picture oh, of LeBron. Put it on my TV right now. Oh, you. Okay. So Lakers just went up one. And they're currently in a timeout. All right. So they're currently in a timeout. <laughs> I uh, love that. 
So while they're in a timeout, let's let's think of some other uh, terrible trade ideas. Fit. Okay. So, yeah. didn't uh, Stephen Adams? Uh, I think the worst would be the Sixers. Yeah, right? that, that's that, pretty bad. That has to be the worst. I can't think of a worse team. I, th- I think he'd be bad at Brooklyn too, just because DeAndre Allen Jordan and DeAndre Jordan kind of do the same thing. That would be so funny if they had all three of them on the court. Uh, Dennis, probably the same as Chris Paul, I guess. Like the Blazers with the Warriors, like people who don't need a point guard. I actually disagree. I think Dennis to the Warriors could actually be a potential thing. That yeah, I guess because he was kind of playing with Chris Paul this year as a two. Yeah, and and I'm like, you know, people are talking about the Warriors are scary this year because you know Steph and Curry, or well Steph and Curry, Steph and Clay are back. You know, they still have yeah. Wiggins. They got Draymond, but if you look at that bench, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're pretty top heavy. Yeah, so uh, Dennis could definitely help them with that depth. What Probably about number two pick would? Um, you know, now that I think about it, this could really work in a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a hard a one. Twenty point scorer off the bench who can play alongside a point guard. Like, I mean, yeah, that's pretty. Well, I don't trees. know if I, would, I don't have a good one for that. Oh, Jokic just scored again. Wow, that was so easy. Another timeout. Yeah, one hundred three, one hundred two. <laughs> Let's go, Nuggets by one. Jokic did that so quickly. It wasn't – it's like – Yeah, they called a timeout at 26.7, and he made the shot at 20.8. It took him six seconds to just post up AD and get an easy floater. He wow. said he thought you was the deep boy. Let me show you right quick. He wasn't the deep boy. I see you looking at me weird. Oh, no, I'm just watching the replay. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, he wasn't the deep boy. Uh yeah, Jokic is just so ridiculous. Like, uh, the best tweet that I've seen that represents Jokic was from Wob, and he was – the whole quote was just like, watch this ish, and it was a quote by Jokic, which is basically what he does on every play. He's just like, hey, guys, watch this. And he just <laughs> does some crazy stuff, and it works. That's great. Yeah, another timeout. The, the thing is, now this is going to take like an hour to get through the last 20 seconds of this game. I did see a question on there I'd like to address. Oh, good oh jason Ki- jason kids on the lakers yeah oh my jason god why Kidd did i not know that and i forgot who else somebody else is there too no cheeks was there for a minute i think uh, I- oh hey hey what i'm gonna get a live question from doug beck because he just dm'd me back okay to be to be determined. Um, I will say, uh, Mar Mar actually sent a question. I can't remember her at right now. Let is this the que- is this the Twitter question in that you're concerned about? Yeah. Okay. In, into the spam vs is her at, but it ah. says if you support an NFL team, how do you think they're doing right now? Go ahead, Tierney. Uh, two and zero. What for you? You're playing right now. About to be 2-0? Ah, we'll see. Ah. I think you're – are you still tied or did y'all just score? I need oh, to no, see. I'm checking. I'm about to look. Uh, oh, yeah, y'all just kicked the goal. three, yeah. Up three. Oh, we got plenty four. of time, dude. Plenty of time. Yeah, no, you do. But Seahawks are a tough opponent, is all I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, Steelers are 2-0, baby. Mm. Defense looking nice. Ben's looking nice. 
Steelers Thunder fans are elite. You'd be surprised how many Steelers slash Thunder fans there are on Twitter. There's a lot. TND is another one. Yeah. TND. By the way, there's two seconds left. Lakers have the ball on their goal. They put up a three. Oh, they win. No way. Who won? Who Anthony did? Davis just made a three. No, he did. Oh my gosh! What a shot! <laughs> Holy crap, dude! Dang! I'm AD. so mad. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. Well, that's a blow to the Nuggets. <laughs> This was well defended too. Oh my gosh. Great defense by Jokic. He said that's a blow to the Nuggets. Nugs down. I don't even think you got your own joke. No, I did. Okay. It's the hashtag Nugs up. Oh, blow to the Nuggets. That's great, man. That is great. That was All a right. great shot. Okay, well, that's the game. Lakers win. Womp, womp, womp. Sorry, Denver fans, but maybe next time. We don't have another game until Wednesday, by the way. I think the Celtics and Heat don't play till then. Yeah, no, they don't. There's, uh, you know, the Celtics win – or, yeah, Celtics win game three, and then they get four days rest. So That doesn't make any sense because they're playing the same place, but that's fine. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, until then, uh, we'll be back probably next week on the weekend. So until then, you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. And you can find all of us on our own Twitter handles, Dylan at Thunder Chats, me at Matt Tierney MBA. Uh, that's all I got. Dylan, any final thoughts? Final thoughts is Hamadou Diallo is training with Lethal Shooter. Huge. So... That's that's pretty big for our future. Big news. Hami is a three-point maestro. would be great. And as always, don't forget to wash your hands for the coronavirus. Still and out there. It's still out there. Still a thing, in case you haven't heard. Uh, don't forget to hoop when you can. And as always, thunder. Thunder! Oh. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.